Welcome to The Five. Today is July 30, 30th. Here's the five things you need to know today. Uh, American Sunisa Lee wins gold medal, uh, especially with Simone Biles. We got a restaurant starting to only let in vaccinated people. Uh, Facebook and Zuckerberg security, very expensive. Scarlett Johansson lawsuit, and maybe the real life Iron Man. So starting with the first topic, uh, there's been a lot of Olympic stuff. You already know about Simone Biles, uh, but on Thursday, uh, American Sunisa Lee wins the women's Olympic gymnastics all around. Uh, so congratulations to her. Interesting parts about that though, we've been talking about that there was gonna be some kind of asterisks on this year's Olympics. And you can't help but think how she might have done had Simone Biles continued to, yeah. to go. Like that's been all around everything. The mental health thing, which is very real. People on all sides of that, some supportive, some not as supportive. Uh, but the Biles, we can't not mention it. Right. What are your thoughts on this stuff? Ben? Yeah, that's just interesting because you know you can't help but think about like, well, what if like other people like Simone Biles had, had competed? What would have the outcome have been? I mean, she still could have won. You never know. You never know yeah. until they actually. Uh, get it going and actually, you know, compete in the tournament and stuff. But it's always going to weigh in the back of people's minds, which is kind of unfair to her. I mean, she didn't do anything wrong. You know, she she did her part. She showed up and, you know, she performed and she did better than everybody that was there. So credit to her. Congratulations to her. I say, yeah. I would say she earned it. But yes, it is unfortunate, though, that we still we don't know what really would have happened had Simone Biles competed. But, you know, that's just but life goes on. Yeah. But congratulations to her. Now, she is uh, an 18-year-old from Little Canada, Minnesota, and believed to be the first Hmong American. I admit, I didn't know what that was. I Googled stuff, looked at Wikipedia. It's kind of like a, an Asian subgroup that lives in uh, various parts of China and stuff like that. So it's not Chinese, it's Hmong. I didn't know that, but I try, I try to be kind and considerate to people and, and their nationality. Yeah. So I had to look it up, but I think I figured out what it was. But she did win, so congrats to her. You never know. That's a uh, one of the. See, is there anything else of highlights in here? Yes, yeah, Mom Biles watched as she performed the all around the yeah. final. One thing that's great, at least you know, you know, you know, it still stayed with the United States. The United States mm -hmm. won. So yeah, that's pretty cool. USA. We that's still, right. They still represented. In that well, country. that was one of the concerns because like we've been pretty dominant for a while, and like without. Without Biles, how might we do? Turns out pretty well still. Yeah. So good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. And, and sometimes you wonder too, like, not just with, like, if it, the, the second best person actually win because of this, but you sometimes wonder if she might not have been the second best person, but just with, <laughs> when the spotlight shines differently, you get a chance to really, right. to really thrive more okay. so and not be in someone else's shadow. Right. Yeah. Really get the. Um, highlight the depth chart that all these countries have, like how deep we really are. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, we do have our superstars that are at the top most of the time, but then, like, if you remove them, you actually get to expose the people underneath them and see how good they are and just how good overall the United States is, which is, I think, is really impressive. And it's, yeah. it's a good thing for future Olympics, though. It's like, you gotta think, like, you know, like USA, we don't even have to have our top performers compete and yeah. still have a really strong chance of winning. That's a good point. Yeah, like like uh, when uh, yeah, the, the top tier doesn't even have to compete <laughs> yeah. to do well. That's a really good point. Yeah. Second on the list, uh, Danny Meyer, who owns 18 restaurants, uh, especially like in the New York area, has said, "If you want to be vaccinated, you can dine somewhere else." It's a quote. 
uh, CNN, and I guess Danny Meyer, which I didn't know this, has a history of being kind of on the, uh, the forefront of a lot of changes. For example, in 2003, a while ago, banned smoking at all restaurants. In 2015, made a no-tipping policy and raised the hourly wage for workers. So kind of has a history of being at that edge that not everyone else is comfortable with. Kind of saying like you can't smoke here anymore when people could still smoke places. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but he had said, if you uh, if you want to go vaccinated, is a quote, if you really want to go unvaccinated, you can dine somewhere else and you can also go work somewhere else. Uh, as a company policy, all guests required to show proof they're fully vaccinated and the teams are required to be fully vaccinated. Yeah, uh, I think, and I think this is the right way to do it because I'm, I'm a big believer in like the free market and the power of this stuff. Yeah. Because I think there's because Biden said they want to give like a hundred dollars everybody that gets vaccinated and all this mountains of stimulus money, which maybe works too. But I think if it gets harder and harder for the average unvaccinated person to live their life, yeah. they're eventually just going to decide maybe this is a good idea. Right. I I think that restaurant owner. Whoever he is, Danny Meyer. Yeah, Danny whatever. Meyer. Yeah, I think he has every right to make that comment, and he has every right to back it up and do whatever he wants. I believe that it is a privilege to eat at someone's restaurant or shop at someone's mm -hmm. business. It is not a right. Like, if uh, you, you don't, like, owners have the right to turn people away, mm -hmm. and they they have every right to set whatever policies they want for uh, their, you know, for shoppers or restaurant goers or employees. They have every right to set whatever because you know at the end of the day if something goes wrong guess who gets the blame you yeah. who gets the hit if mm -hmm. something goes wrong if it's a lawsuit and stuff like that or uh say people are afraid to go to your restaurant because uh you just there's a reputation of just unvaccinated people going there you know it's just it's just i think he's doing what's right for him what's right for everybody else and yeah. there's absolutely nothing nothing wrong with it and i i agree with him if you don't like it, you can go to other restaurants. Yeah, and that and that speaks to, a, a, I'm curious how a lot of the people that are like not wanting to get the vaccine, that are mm -hmm. very much like, we can't be told what to do, we're, we're free to make our own choices. I wonder if they are thinking this person is free to make those choices or if they should not be allowed to make choices. Yeah. <laughs> Well, uh, it, okay, I mean, when we, we, we've discussed this, you know, we get it, your body, your choice, you can decide what goes in and whatever. However, though, usually when that applies, that usually only applies to things where it's just you, you are affecting. With this, you're actually affecting a lot of other people. You sure are. It's not just you. So this is not just a your body, your choice thing. In fact, you can almost throw that quote or statement out the window at this point because you go unvaccinated, you get it, and then you spread it, and then it's more likely to be severe, mm -hmm. you know, so, you know, the hospitalizations are going to go up, the death count's going to go up, uh, that's just going to make businesses just go out again, um, unemployment again, we do not want that again, so we're trying to be in better control of that, so just get vaccinated, and if you don't like these people like Danny Meyer's uh, policies, then go somewhere else. And I personally think in this country, uh, other parts of the world that get their own cultures, but I think in this country, I think like shut down stuff, you can't be open anymore. I think that's mm -hmm. pretty much run its course because that was much more effective when it's like, we don't know what's happening. Yeah, We're trying to control this mm -hmm. versus now it's like, you have a safe and effective and free vaccine yeah. readily available. What yeah. can we do? And like, whether it's the government, because the government's saying like the federal government, I imagine similar states, county cities will follow suit in right. various parts. Like if you want to work here and collect your check, you mm -hmm. have to get vaccinated. And I think if you look at those 
swipes and then like other larger companies because who knows like walmart or target or amazon could say a similar thing mm -hmm. and yeah. they all got like a million people to work for them yeah and if you do that in these chunks i think the private sector could actually pretty effectively help push those vaccination numbers higher with yeah. choices like that whether they do or not is who knows yeah. but i think that's i think that's a more logical next step versus various like shutdown stuff now mask stuff might come back because that is a good idea yeah to prevent any spread of all that stuff the unknowns delta variant or not speaking of large companies how much do you think it costs ben in 2020 to keep mark zuckerberg safe out of facebook i think it's, well you might a, know the answer already. He, he's a billionaire so i'm gonna go say in the 20 millions yeah uh let's see last year in 2020 there were 23.4 million dollars in security costs yeah to keep him safe uh some of that is paid from facebook some out of his own pocket obviously wealthy guy yeah uh spent more than 20 yeah 23.4 million collects a salary of one dollar interesting fact too uh which is not uncommon for the the billionaire owners of these companies uh for him and his family and to you know, to tell you the truth, I kind of, I kind of get it on these things, mm -hmm. and the reason I kind of get it is because there are so few people in the world. You would think, if we abduct that person's kid, mm. could they realistically pay us five hundred million dollars? Yeah. Most people, it's just a shot in the dark, and it's probably not going to happen. Yeah. But there are a handful of people in the world. We think if we, if we get a hold of their kids or their wife or their husband. Like they could, they could pay us a billion dollar ransom. Yeah. They could send us a billion dollars in Bitcoin. Most people can't do that. So it is a, I think about that. Like if I was ever a billionaire, yeah. I would be very concerned of the safety of the loved ones around me yeah. for that very reason. And there are people that also do not like Mark Zuckerberg anyway. <laughs> they don't like him anyway, you know, and because there, well, there's just people that just don't like billionaires to begin with, mm -hmm. you know, so there's already that. And plus he's already had, you know, his name is pulled up in the political world. Uh, especially with the election last year and stuff like that. A lot of people think that Facebook had a lot to do with the 2016 election, with the way it was swayed and stuff like that. So there's still some animosity yeah. towards that. They said that they didn't think that he did enough, you know, for that. I mean, that, that's debatable. I don't really know either way, but um, no, I, I just, there's some people that have some hated feelings towards him. So, and you, you would, I don't know where you would have to go in this world to meet somebody that doesn't know who Mark Zuckerberg yeah. Mark Zuckerberg or Facebook is. He's just a well-known guy. I think mm -hmm. anybody of that stature, especially a billionaire, should be protected. And I feel like it would be irresponsible to not protect your family if you are that of an elite yeah. status. Uh, were you aware that a lot of these like CEOs, founders of companies, make like a dollar on salary? Yeah. yeah Do you that, know why that is a lot of times? Why is that? For these contractual obligations, you have to have an exchange of something. So yeah. you can't do it for zero dollars because then you're not actually having a legally upholding contract. So you have to have some money exchange so you can say, I do services for this in return mm -hmm. versus versus like zero dollars. So it helps with contractual stuff. For what it's worth too, Jeff Bezos, more wealthy than Mark Zuckerberg and these billionaire statuses, which are all ridiculous. But he, let's see, had got paid less, not paid less, uh, cost less money to secure him than it did. Actually, it might not be true. You, it's just saying how much Amazon paid for his security because they only paid 1.6 million for his security mm. versus Facebook paying 25 million for his yeah. for Zuckerberg security. But you do a lot of stuff out of pocket. And if you're like making yourself an astronaut, then I guess you're that kind of person. You just spend a lot of money on safety. Yeah. You know what though? I don't know. See, 
It's expensive to be rich. Yeah, it is expensive <laughs> to be rich and be, you know, it, it, for them, I mean, I guess that's a good problem to have. Like, oh, you know, I'm, I have so much money so that I can afford more security, but even though they're paying more for it. But like, I feel like Jeff Bezos, is, his name is not it. And like we just discussed, I feel like he's not quite there yet as far as how people feel towards him, like Mark Zuckerberg, like as far as like the politics and everything. But uh, I could be wrong. That could be changing. I mean, that could be changing because you hear about like a lot of like the labor disputes on like whether or not like Amazon pays their workers enough and stuff. Mm -hmm. So that could go up. I could definitely see in the next year Jeff Bezos uh, increasing his security for that reason. But um, I don't. Yeah, this is interesting too. Also, um, I don't know. I, I think that that is. I'm trying to figure out why Jeff Bezos would pay significantly less than Mark Zuckerberg, even though he. Well, it's not so much that, that he paid less. I, I misspoke on the first one. It's not that he paid less. It's that Amazon oh, compensated him less. Oh, like, okay. Versus Facebook pays All a lot right. out of their big corporate money yeah. to secure Zuckerberg, where Amazon paid a lot less out of their big corporate money to secure Jeff Bezos. Yeah. Not to say sense. he didn't spend a ton of money on private security. Yeah, that makes sense. Now that, yeah, that, that definitely makes sense. I, I mean, yeah, these billionaires, they're going to be protected. I mean, because gotta think about how many people they employ and how many people mm -hmm. that are making money off of these guys these are um their assets yeah <laughs> you know they're very valuable assets they're, they're very valuable. valuable yeah so they gotta be protected just like any anything you know speaking of big companies disney one of the bigger companies in the world you probably already heard it too so scarlett johansson is suing disney over the black widow release what's your what do you think the overall synopsis on this stuff so has been? So I did, did not get a chance to read this, but I am suspecting that there was some money loss on her end, which is any reason why you sue anyone. If you yeah, lost right. some money or you were hurt, either way, you, you're you're taking a hit out of your checkbook. So I'm thinking that she lost some money, and I can definitely see like if she would say, if it was in her contract that like, hey, this is going to the theaters, box office money where they, she can make more and stuff, because you know, the, the way they work things in contracts can be so specific to where yes. like you earn a percentage off of box office totals doesn't say anything about yeah. on demand or anything. So she probably, she might not have gotten any of the Disney on demand stuff and got a smaller portion of the yeah. box office just because of the, how her contract was worded at the time. Now, granted this was filmed. She probably, she signed on to do this movie like years ago, way before the COVID. So nobody even even yeah. saw this coming you would have thought the right thing they would have done though before they agreed to put it on demand or on on the on disney plus is just reworked her contract yeah to avoid this lawsuit now they i mean um it sounds like she lost money and, and if, yeah. if that's the case then i think she kind of has every right to do what she's doing so, so the gist of it is is that uh obviously if you haven't heard it was released on disney plus with their premiere access thing as well as in theaters and she says that her contract with that was that it would be a quote-unquote theatrical release and like a lot of big actors and actresses with big budget movies like you said you get paid a portion of the box office revenue and also there's various bonuses a lot like a lot of things like once you get to, if there's a hundred million in revenue you get this much like it's tiered so like the better it does the better you do essentially and that Disney tried to get around a lot of what they might have owed her by doing the simultaneous release because you might have chosen, like a lot of people did, to do it on the Disney Plus Premier Access instead, yeah. and that she did not receive the her her fair cut of that. Yeah. And we'll see how that shakes out. Now, now to tell you the truth, I 
I think Disney loves making money, but I think what they care about a lot more is is their brand. Yeah. I personally, because yes, you, you think like, so so to that to 99.99% of people, like the thought of like 10, 20 million dollars, 30 million dollars is an astronomical amount. And it is. But when you look at a corporate behemoth like Disney, I don't think having this run through the news is worth $30 million to them. I think having this all go smooth sailing would be better because one thing they care about is their brand mm -hmm. and how it looks and feels to people. No one goes to Disney World because it's cheap. They go because it's a good experience. Like, you know it's not cheap there. Yeah. Nothing from Disney is ever cheap. But right. you do it because it's the experience and they care a lot about the experience and the brand. Yeah. And I don't think that, I personally don't think they would purposefully try to sway this just to try to get out of paying a star her fair share of the revenue. I yeah. could be wrong. I don't have any inside knowledge of the situation. Yeah. But that's that's my take on Disney because that's one thing they yeah. care about is their customer experience and their brand. Yeah. It, it sounds like they should have came to a when they knew they knew her contract, they knew, they knew everything. You would have thought that they would have reworked something once they went before they even announced yeah. that it was coming on demand. Like sit down with her and be like, hey, we know this is gonna be a theatrical release, but because of COVID I mean, I'm sure she's understanding. I'm sure they could come to some agreement. It sounds like they didn't even try. It sounds like they were just like, oh, we're going to do this and just see what happens. But, I mean, she has agents who are smart. Who are, didn't most of these and, stars uh, sign off for, like, in, in the Marvel <laughs> universe, like, for, like, seven, eight, nine, ten picture Yeah, contracts. Oh, yeah. Like, she started in Iron Man 2, Yeah, right? it's usually mul multiple movie deals, like, it's big several. deals and stuff like that. Yeah. So, the contract she's in now for, it doesn't say anything in here, and it's probably insider information. But probably rolls back to like Iron Man two days yeah. of what she is is quote connected to yeah. from this contract stuff, which is prior to Disney Plus, not prior to streaming, but prior to Disney yeah. Plus. Yeah, I do wonder. Teams of lawyers. How did nobody catch this ahead of time? Yeah, yeah. That's maybe what they I'm did, saying. and they did it anyway. That's what I'm saying. Upset. That's what I'm thinking. Like maybe because like it's, there's no way they didn't know what that what was say, stated in the yeah. contract. And they know that they probably, she probably was like, they just did it anyways, trying to just see what would happen. Well, and, and this seems like another interesting thing because I can't, I can imagine with big stars and their compensation that the wording matters because if mm -hmm. something was listed as a theatrical release, how does one define that? If you're a yeah. team of lawyers, is that a percentage in theaters? Is that yeah. strictly in theaters? Yeah, is that, because, how do you define, like if it yeah. says theatrical release, you can't, it's hard to argue it wasn't a theatrical release, but it wasn't solely a yeah, theatrical release. Yeah, it didn't release. say theatrical only release. Yeah, so it makes, yeah, the, that, that's the lawyers trying to figure out and iron out what does that word, what does that phrase mean? Yeah, I think back in whatever year she signed that in, I think it was just universally known, theatrical release meant only in theaters. Mm -hmm. But now today's world, that that's not what that means. So yeah. it's just a different time, different year. It's crazy what a couple years, what difference it mm -hmm. can make in a contract. Wording is so important. I guess that's why every contract now is just pages, pages long. and pages and Because they got to be so specific and stuff to, to avoid lawsuits like this. This is just unfortunate. Hopefully, maybe they can settle something out of court before they actually go there. Hopefully. I got a feeling they will. Yeah. And then, I mean, because, come on, like, uh, we're talking about Disney here. I think, like you said, in order to save face and, and uh, keep, a, you know, look great, mm -hmm. I think they could st definitely settle this in... Uh, avoid any kind of public news exposure yeah. and any bad blood against the two because 
Um, I don't know if it's likely that she's going to be in any more MCU movies, but if there was ever a chance, I'm sure the fans would like to see her again. Yeah. So don't don't ruin that opportunity. Speaking of Iron Man, the fifth thing on today, pilots in LA were warned to use caution because they have cited, again, a flying person, the quote, Jetman. So uh, this is from Yahoo News, uh, pilots in the LA area uh, had another possible jetpack sighting Wednesday evening near LAX. They said there were thousands of miles, sorry, is that right? Thousands of feet up in the air with what looked like somebody with a jetpack at a 5,000 feet altitude. And sounds pretty cool. Sounds dangerous because there's like planes and stuff. Sounds awfully close to Iron Man. But yeah. it sounds pretty cool too. Yeah. I wonder like, does TMZ know where Robert Downey Jr. was yeah. at or, at that time? Or is it Elon Musk? Oh, is it Elon Is it him? Because he does kind of have an interest in going to space and getting yeah. that and aviation and stuff. So uh, I don't know. I mean, just speculating. But who knows? It could be anybody. But it's definitely going to be somebody with pockets. And it makes you think, too, like, as time goes by, because, like, flying cars are a while away, but will eventually be a thing. Things like jetpacks and, like, personal air transportation will eventually be a thing. Like, Uber's always developing and things like that too and I, it makes i think a lot of the like the laws and security of the, the skies will have to be thought out eventually yeah more so i i can definitely see this being a security threat just for the simple fact that it's done so close to an airport you got a plane yeah it's, it's done so close to an airport and like you don't really know who this person is what their motives are why do they keep doing it in that area so it's like, are they like getting closer and closer to being able to hijack a plane midair? That is a potential security threat. I'm sure they're. I'm sure people well, are all over it already. And so. I'm not a. Yeah. I'm not like a, an expert on airplane safety. Yeah. But I imagine that if someone willing to give their life up <laughs> tried to fly into an engine on like a jet plane, it would probably do serious damage, if not cause it to crash. Yeah. Like a plane full of people. So yeah. that's a legitimate security concern that's going to have to get ironed out eventually because that, that's not I don't think that there is a huge security limit like if you want to get a bomb is one thing yeah. if you want to try to build or buy a jetpack I don't think that's nearly as highly regulated as <laughs> other stuff exactly it's maybe cost money but you can get someone to give you money yeah if, if there's holes in the system so they hopefully just, it's probably not it's probably not that I feel like they just need to figure out who's doing it and yeah. ask them why they keep doing it so close to the airport I mean we get okay you have a jetpack you tend to be successful at it because you actually or using it mm -hmm. <laughs> and you're actually using it but why so close to the airport or why are you in the same airspace that you know that these private are these because that's no fly zones to begin with that, around yeah the, like especially with like commercial jets so why don't you just go out into towards the desert yeah and use this thing but uh, you know so probably less to see that makes me think like maybe this guy wants to be caught or he wants to be seen and talked about he probably like oh gets up in the morning like haha you know they're be famous yeah they're talking yeah, about me talking in the paper me. and they have no idea it's me and stuff like that but um, it's only fun for so long though, because then you want to see your name and you want to get more famous yeah. eventually. Yeah, more famous. So I'm, I'm, I'm curious, is he trying to hijack the plane or is he trying to fight crime? That's what I don't we think want either. I think it should be awesome to be able to fly in a jetpack. Yeah. And that would be fun. There's <laughs> yeah. no, no one to argue that would That'd be, be awesome to do. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm willing to bet it's Elon Musk though. <laughs> On the record, yeah. Elon Musk. All right, so recapping the five for today, Sunisa Lee winning the all around for USA. That's right, USA, USA. We got businesses, including restaurants in New York City, by a well-ish known 
restaurateur, Danny Meyer, the vaccinated people are the only ones now welcome in his restaurants. We got $25 million a year to secure Mark Zuckerberg, Scarlett Johansson lawsuit with Disney Plus or Disney, and Elon Musk possibly being the next Iron Man. No, jetpack people outside of Los Angeles. Hopefully safe and get to the bottom of it eventually. That has been the five for today, July 30th. Thank you very much for watching and listening. Have a great day. All right, come on.